Hi everyone, today is October 9th, 2021, and this is the Duel Assessment, your podcast for Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links. My name is Green Ranger. This week, I'm continuing more of the introduction of Arc V World. We're, we're going to talk about some tournaments first, um, seeing what the new meta is post-nerf. Nerfs aren't live, they're, they're officially live next week, but the tournament scene is trying to get a jump on it, of course, and they are playing uh, the new decks, so we're going to see what that's all about. It's not really new, but there's some new players. DD Castle Supreme King, the classic dungeon crawl, or climb, is um, going on again, so you get to acquire Supreme King Jaden, if you haven't. And we're going to discuss the new box, Pendulum Genesis. Talk about the URs and SRs from that box. Kind of a leftover topic that I didn't discuss before. Uh, and, of course, um, I mentioned going through some of the characters from ARC-V. This week, I'll go over Yuya Sasaki level up cards and exclusive dual skills. So, yeah, um, of course, this, this is the Dual Assessment Podcast. You can check out this podcast anywhere. Get your podcasts. Um, just search the Dual Assessment, Dual Links Podcast, whatever. And you can even watch it on Roku if you can on the Podcast TV app. So this week in Dual World, um, very little going on in my own things. I'm, I'm I, I did the DD Castle. Still has the EX levels. I'm finding it a little difficult now because I'm trying to level up the Arc V characters and playing suboptimal decks. But in the ranked scene, I want to highlight a gimmick puppet deck that I've been playing. And, you know, the previous versions of gimmick puppets were pretty fat decks. There were control decks, a lot of control traps, things like XZ's block, things like, um, you know, Paleozoic Canadia, things to control the board. Now, I saw this new version of gimmick puppets. It doesn't really use the new cards that were given... Recently, the Scissor Arms or um, Destroy or the new 4 or 8 skill. What this skill, this deck is, is a 21 card deck with Relinquished Pup. And I'll just talk about it quickly. So, this is a fairly budget deck because it doesn't require 3 copies of the Terror Baby. Um, 2 copies of Terror Baby, 3 copies of Bisque Doll, and... Upon playing Gimmick Puppets more, I've learned that Bisque Doll isn't just like a thing in the hand. She is very useful to be banished from the graveyard to prevent your Gimmick Puppets from getting hit by effects. So, the three Bisque Doll is definitely a, a thing that's required. Um, one copy of Dreary Doll, three copies of Magnet Doll, two copies of Gear Changer, and then Spells, two Junk Puppets, one Book of Moon... Two Condolence Puppet, one Forbidden Chalice, two Advanced Draw, one Breakthrough Skill, one Treacherous Trap Hole. And then the extra deck, two, um, what's this guy called? Gimmick Puppet of Strings, two Giant Grinder, one Gigantis Doll, one Malevolent Sin, and one Sanifon the Sky Prison. So, yeah, this is a deck that has hit King of Games. I've seen it on Dueling's meta as a King of Games deck. Um, I forget who who is playing this deck, but yeah, I'm I'm typically winning the games that I'm playing against. I just haven't put in the volume yet. 
to reach it, but this seems like one of the better decks I've been playing in, in Gimmick Puppets. And, of course, like I said, the key is getting um, Bisque Doll banished from the graveyard to protect all your stuff that turn. And especially with Floodgate being limited 3 now, um, that card gets through Bisque Doll, and now it's less of a threat. Alright, let's move on to this week in esports. Beginning with the Duelings Meta Championship Series number 46, which happened kind of to break the ice on the new meta. And uh, people are turning to familiar things, which isn't a surprise. Harpies, um, highly represented in the, in the series, kind of, you know, taking over everything. But people are trying new decks too. Um, Thunder Dragons... Gaia, Blue Eyes, Water XZs are kind of old decks, but Melodious, Yosenjus, people just bring everything. Pendulums, there's some Pendulum monsters. People just threw it all in. And then in the top 32, um, Harpies, of course, 13 out of the top 32, so they're going to take a huge share of the, the power rankings this week. Two Melodious actually cracked it, too, to crack the top 32. Yosenju, two of them as well. First place, Nyx, Destiny, Draw, Lunalite. So even though Harpies, you know, were highly represented, a Lunalite deck wins. Um, this is basically um, Lunalite with some hand traps, and the hand traps being uh, three copies of Sir Karibo and two Trifortress tops, which isn't really a hand trap, but it comes out for free. Player, if your opponent summons three or more monsters to turn, you can special summon it from the hand. And I'm not really sure what it does, but um, in this deck, I guess it's just stall. I, I don't really know what else it does. But uh, the Lunalite core, you've got two yellow Martin. It's a, it's a limit three, so you've got a split one light Lunalite Emerald Bird, one purple Butterfly, two Crimson Fox, which is pretty much their best card, three white Rabbit, Three Fire Formation Tanky and three Lunalite Fusion. And then the extra deck's pretty much what you would expect from this. Two uh, Saber Dancer, two Cat Dancer, one Brother of the Fire Fist Tiger King, one Malevolent Sin, and one Photon Papli Operative. Second place, you have Goomba with Territory of Sharks Water XCs, another familiar old deck that has come back. And this is a very, like, this is an older build of the deck. They're, they kind of ran like the heavy shark build. This one has a little bit less. Um, three Deep Sea Diva, two Buzzsaw Shark, those are the sharks, two Silent Angler. You've got the Atlanteans, one Marksman, two Heavy Infantry, and an Attack Squad, of course. Three MST, three Book of Moon, and three Floodgate. Very clean deck. What's interesting about this deck is it doesn't run any Synchro Monsters. Deep Sea Diva notably allowing you to play like level 6 or level 5 um, synchro monsters. But the whole extra deck is XZ's water types. Bahamut Shark, Bis Dweller, Hope Woven Dragon Spider Shark, Nightmare Shark, Fully Armored Black Ray Lancer, and Submersible Carrier Arrow Shark. It's probably the weakest of the bunch. A 4V Bellafior, Harpies Hunting Ground Harpies, this highest placing Harpy deck, First nerf, post-nerf harpy uh, look, and the nerf being elegant egotist, not much, 
and that limits how much um, Treacherous Trap Hole they can use, of course. And this deck does not run any Treacherous Trap Hole, just two copies of Elegant Egotist. Otherwise, the notable thing, and it's a bit of a trend that you see in some Harpies decks, is it does not run Harpy Harpist, which is interesting because Harpy Harpist um, recycles things, has a relatively high attack for the Harpies. Instead, this runs two Oracle, three Channeler, three Perfumer, two Harpy Lady One, three Book of Moon, three Swallow's Nest, of course, Harpy Feather Rest, the two Elegant Egotist, and two Fiendish Chain. A four Dish Destiny Draw Lunalite, another uh, Lunalite deck. Really, the only difference between this and the first place deck is that it runs Temperance instead of um, Trifortress Tops, which is this is more. Um, Pretty much five cards that do the same thing in the hand as hand traps. Alright, let's move over to Duel Links Lounge, presenting Millennium Cup 16. Again, Harpy's the highest represented in the set. First place, Ivan Chavez, 07. Harpy's hunting around Harpy's. Um, this, again, this one does not run Treacherous Trap Hole, just two copies of Elegant Egotist. No copies of the um, Harpist either. It does run Cyber Harpy Lady. Um, only two copies of Swallow's Nest. I think this guy's a little budget. But he does squeeze in some Forbidden cards too. Which is always a good move. Second place, Sai Shirnui. Uh, Justin Stark Shirnui. So, Endless Trap Hell's gone. But you can't really tell with this deck because it's like almost all trap cards. The Zombie Core, you got two Gozuki, two Samurai Skull. Two Solitaire and two Spectral Swords. Then the, all the trap cards. Three Ballista Squad, two Fiendish Chain, three Pale Azo Canadia, one Floodgate, two Bad Aim, and one Void Trap Hole. So Floodgate uh, shares the limit three with the Spectral Sword. And like I said, you can't really tell that this has undergone the nerf to um, Endless Trap Hell. Draw Sense Dark uh, being able to tutor Samurai Skull, which is, you know, the old. Gozuki versus Samurai Skull. Samurai Skull is much better in the meta now than Gozuki. But you have to have both to max out on your um, disposal. Maybe you should run three Samurai Skulls? No. I think they like the Gozuki. Um, you could just draw since Dark to Samurai Skull. Top four. This translates to uh, Goes. Destiny draw Fire King. Fire King is one of the more annoying decks to play against, in my opinion. But this does do something pretty cool. So it's a full 30-card deck, uh, a lot of control. But it does run Megaroid City, which helps you tutor uh, Kiteroids. So it runs two Kiteroids. Megaroid City, you destroy a card you control. So that's really like like what Fire King is all about. So Fire King Island and Megaroid City are a match in harmony. And top four, Carrot. Territory of the Sharks, Water Xyz. Same build as before uh, with the Monsters. Atlanteans with two Buzzer Sharks. But this does run a Synchro Monster, leaving the best um, level 6 in the Water deck as White or Dolphin and not Bryonic. Alright, let's move back to Duel Links Meta. Duel Links Meta Weekly 196. Harpies all over here, but Melodius sneaking in the top 32 and 5th. I mean, with 5, so they're like 2nd in the top 32. Melodius are coming. First place, Trap of Harpies Hunting Ground Harpies. This is interesting because um, signaling the first 
um, Life the Phantom Bird. This is something that could cheat out of Swallow's Nest, and then you could pop some trap cards. It's pretty nice. 1-1 one, one Split, Elegant Egotist, and Treacherous Trap Hole, so we knew this was coming. And um, one copy of Hysteric Party in a 20-card deck. This is something we're going to see more and more. Second place, Jordy, Harpies, Hunting Ground Harpies. Jordy brings back the Harpist, so this is a 23-card deck fitting in the Harpist. Uh, otherwise, not too notable. Two copies of Elegant Egotist instead of Treacherous Trap Hole. Top four, Tomy, Harpies, Hunting Ground Harpies. Again, the same same old deck. Um, no harp, no harpist. Two egotist. Um, yeah, you're always going to run three swallows nest though. And top four raw. Here's melodious from songstress to maestro melodious. So let's see. You got some things going on here. Melodious are good because of ostinato. Um, which is Zuzu Boyle's level 30. It's really the reason you want to level her up pretty fast. Uh, two copies of Score, the Melodious Diva. This is a card that you have to farm. So, um, it's a farming if you could. Three copies of Soprano, the Melodious Songstress. I think she's the main worker of the deck. Um, comes from the uh, Masters of Shadow and Selection Box Super Mini Volume 1. Uh, one Mozarta, the Melodious Maestra. This is a level 8 card. Uh, you can special summon a Light Fairy from your hand. You could cheat her out with the first solo, I think. Oh, no, you can't. Never mind. Uh, one Sonata, the Melodious Diva. She buffs everyone on the board by a high 500. Uh, Sh- Chopina, the Melodious Maestra, level 7 monster. Uh, recycles things. You can't activate non-light effects. Ostinato, of course. Uh, three MST, three first movement solo. So you have to max out on this card to play it the right way. Um, special summon a level four melodies from your hand or deck. When you have no monsters, that's how they do it. Three Necrofusion. So this is a key component of the deck, being meta, of course. Two Treacherous Trap Hole. And then the extra deck's pretty much, like, just three monsters. You got Bloom Diva, the Melodious Choir, which is the, the impervious one. Schuberta, the Melodious Maestro, which is the beat stick. And Banishes Stuff from the Graveyard, which is very good. And two Bloom Prima, the Melodious Choir. So that culminates into the uh, power rankings. Currently in Dylan's Meta, just from this first tournament, Harpies... Way out in front at 28.5. I expect this to moderate um, to a lower number. And this is just the first week, so we can't expect this to be too valid. Water XE's at 13.5. Tier 2, we have Gaia 8.2. Blue Eyes back at 6.8. Yosenju at 6.2. And Melodious at 6.1. These are two decks you have to watch. They got a lot of support. The box and also from the Arc V players. Uh, Legendary Duelist, I mean. Tier 3 Magnet Warriors at 4.7. Thunder Dragons at 4.7. Lunar Lights at 4.6. Expect the Lunar Lights to go up. Uh, Magnet Warriors, they're always going to be Tier 3, in my opinion. Uh, Now they have the power of the Gorgonic Guardian, of course, but that's pretty. um, hasn't really carried them to the top. So, um, you know, just. 
it, it's pretty much what you expect from the first week. Uh, pendulums aren't here yet, but Yosenjus do use pendulums. Um, Harpies are the comfort deck that didn't really get nerfed a ton. Uh, notably, Gaia is at 8.2, while the other deck, um, Resonators, aren't there. So Resonators got to hit a little bit harder, and people didn't really uh, bring them to the tournament scene. Okay, so let's move on to the um, new event this week, DD Castle Supreme King. It's not a new event, but uh, we get some new cards. Um, Ultimate Fusion and All from the Dark are not new skills, so they're still kind of around. Um, let's see, we got... This is a, kind of like an auto-duel event. But, um, you know, they have those challenge fours that you want to just beat in 10 turns. You have to fight all those guys in um, 10 turns. And that could be a little difficult, and you want to max it out and um, do that. And you might need to follow some guides on how to do it, because some of those auto-duel decks are pretty um, difficult, especially the guy who um, blows everyone up. The ritual guy, I forget his name. Demise, King of Armageddon or something. We got two new cards here. First one's Supreme King's Castle. Field spell. You can fusion summon fusion monsters that must be special summoned with dark fusion with effects other than dark fusion. Once per turn during damage calculation, if your fiend monster battles an opponent's monster, you can send one evil hero from your deck or extra deck to your graveyard. That monster gains attack equal to the level of the monster sent to the graveyard times 200 until the end of this turn. This is pretty nice with the um, Malicious Fiend. Um, his malicious fiend. There was something about it, like like it gains like a huge attack bonus or something. Um, it's not really clear what this card does besides the buff, but the fusion part. I think what it means is that you don't have to use dark fusion. You could use any uh, fusion card to fuse your evil heroes. So. You know, you, like polymerization, necrofusion, things like that. You don't have to run dark fusion because dark fusion isn't the best. Um, isn't the best fusion spell because you can't fuse stuff in the graveyard. So something like necrofusion would come in handy. And then you could uh, do that buff where you could send an evil hero um, from the deck to the graveyard. So the malicious fiend, evil hero. I think it's a level 7, right? Evil Hero, Malicious Fiend. Oh wait, Malicious Fiend is level 8. I'm talking about Malicious Edge. Malicious Edge. Malicious Fiend will just get buffed like crazy. Because then you have to force them into attack mode. Malicious Edge is a level 7. So you can have 1400 attack buff. And this does piercing. That does piercing. This is 3,500. It makes a huge beat stick. Um, you know, this card is pretty good. And you would want to tutor this. So you, that makes Evil Hero a Dusted Gold. Pretty much like a 3 of if you want to play a meta version of Evil Hero. So it's, you could just run like one of the field spell and three copies of a Dusted Gold. And then that's pretty good. Um, tutor the field spell so that's really if it's worth playing you could tutor it that's great and you we have a dusted gold but 
Uh, I think a dusted gold is like an SR or UR. I think it's a UR. Oh, it's an SR. Okay, cool. So you could just buy through the box like twice and you'll have kind of the play set to, um, to get that tutor off. Is a dusted gold in the box? No, a dusted gold's a UR. So yeah, you have to buy the box three times. There you go. That explains it. And Evil Hero Infernal Sniper is the other card we get. Level 6 Fiend Fusion. Uh, fusion of Elemental Hero. A Dark Fusion of Elemental Hero. Clayman and Burst Tenetrix. 2,000 attack, 2,500 defense. Must be fused with Dark, uh, dark Fusion. Can't be special summoned other ways. This card cannot be destroyed by spells. Once during your end phase, inflict 500 damage to your opponent. Uh, this card must be in face-up defense. So basically this is a continuous burn card. You keep her in defense mode, 2500. Inflict 500. It's kind of like um, burning land without the effect to destroy the field. So pretty much a passive defense monster. Burning land. Um... And again, um, the problem of this monster is that you have to run Clayman and Burst Tenetrix in your main deck, which does not seem worth it in my opinion. But that just weakens your deck, and then this is not really a significant monster in any way. So, yeah. Alright, so the main box, Pendulum Genesis. This is the SR in your review. And I must say this is a really weird box. We've got a lot of retrained or alternate versions of cards. We've got Ace Monsters of Arc V. We have old archetypes brought back kind of weird. Weird box. There are some uh, nice cards in it. And gave us so many gems. We have a shot to uh, buy these bo- buy these cards in this box. Or you know we could wait till the next one. Or we could spend on the selection box super mini. Up to you. Um. Uh, yeah. Let's, let's go through these cards. So, as a main box, you are you get one copy each. SR's two. First card, Bloom Diva, the Melodious Choir. This is a light level six, one Melodious Maestra Fusion, and a one Melodious one thousand two thousand cannot be destroyed by battle or card effects. Also, you take no damage from attacks involving this card. If this card battles a special summon monster, after damage calculation, you can inflict damage to your opponent equal to half the difference of the original attack of that monster and this one. If you do, destroy it. This is kind of like a new OP card. She is like an Excel Synchro Summon in that you have to fuse her twice. You have to fuse the first Melodious Monster, which is definitely Schuberta, but then you have to fuse again into this one. So it requires two fusions and that's uh, a little, that's tricky. Like, they could flip your guy over, and then you can't fuse them or whatnot. So, well, I think that works for fusion. They could be flipped face down, and you could still fuse them. But they could interfere with all those steps. So, like an Excel Synchro, sure, TGs are around, but they um, have to dodge a lot of steps. This card can't be destroyed by battle or card effects. Um, you could still target it, target it for bounce, target it for banish. So you could banish or bounce Bloom Diva. And then she's like immune to like a 
a board wipe. So like anything like um, Garuna Fire King Avatar High Garunix won't destroy this card. It also destroys stuff like Ubel Ultimate Nightmare. So the difference between the attack and this one. So any how far that attack is from 1,000, the higher it is, the more damage you do. So against a, a, a blue eyes, let's say you're going to inflict a thousand damage on um, on your opponent by destroying it. So this card can swing. You get like a holy guard effect. You know, you take no damage. You swing into stuff. Everything special summon nowadays, so you'll destroy everything. Very tough card to play against. And um, Harpies can deal with it okay. Sure, they can bounce stuff, but you need like your Karma Cuts and things to banish this. This is a pretty good card. It's also like a Luna Light Moxer. It's kind of interesting. Alright, Hot Red Dragon Arch Fiend. Dark level 8. Dragon Synchro. Generic requirements. 3,000 attack, 2,000 defense. Once per turn during your main phase 1, you can destroy all other face-up attack position monsters on the field. Monsters other than this card cannot attack the turn you activate this effect. This is another version of Red Dragon Archfiend, so they just added hot to the name so it still counts as Red Dragon Archfiend. Similar to Raikiri the Rain Shower, so you can kind of destroy monsters on the field once per turn. Um, other monsters can't attack. Um... It's a little situational, like the other monsters have to be in attack mode. It could have something in defense and then it will destroy it. Um, Demon's Resonance got nerfed, so you have to add a Red Dragon Arch Fiend to the deck. This one's not necessarily better, but the the effect is definitely nice and it's a good comeback card. Like if you have a full board against you with all things in attack mode, this could just wipe their board. So it's a good comeback card. And that's useful. Number 98, Antitopian. This is a dark level 4, rank 4, warrior, 2 level 4 monsters, 2,000 attack, 2,500 defense. This is like a reverse uh, Bizarro Utopia. When any player's monster declares an attack, you can detach one XC's material from this card, change that monster to the defense. During either player's turn, when this card is in your graveyard, you can target Utopia monster on the field, special summon this in defense. If you do, attach that monster to this card as an XC's. Material and only use this effect once per turn. So it's like a sphere Karibo effect. You change them to the fence instead of negating the attack. So the card like double or nothing won't work for this card because you're flipping them to the fence. Um, this card can't become Utopia Raid to my knowledge, like uh, with Chaos XC. So it's a little different. It's not Utopia is not in the name in any way. So it's an Antitopia, not Utopia. Could be in the rank 4 XC's toolbox because it can usurp the opponent's Utopia. So if you're playing against a, a Utopia card, you can use this card to steal their monster and just equip it as XC's material. That's a super strong play. Um, hopefully, like you won't do that to Chaos, uh, to Utopia Ray, because Utopia Ray will kill you, but um, this can steal regular Utopia. I think it's a little clunky to add all these Utopia cards in one set. Um, it seems, it's a weird card. It's just against Utopia. But it has that defensive ability of Sphere Karibo, which is nice. Alright, Yuya Sasaki's Sakaki's 
uh, Ace Monster, Odd Eyes Pendulum Dragon, Dark Level 7 Scale Pendulum Scale 4, Dragon Pendulum 2500 Attack 2000 Defense, Pendulum Effect, you can reduce the battle damage you take from an attack involving a Pendulum Monster you control to zero. During the end phase, you can destroy this card if you do. Add a Pendulum Monster with 1500 or less attack from your deck to your hand. You can use each effect once per turn. Monster effect, if this card battles an opponent's monster, any battle damage this card inflicts to your opponent is doubled. This is the Ace Monster. Uh, you don't want a tribute to for this card because two tribute for 2500 is pretty bad. But you could Pendulum Summon it. And there's a scale from 1 to 8. There's a few Magician pair cards you can use Pendulum Scale 1 to 8. This falls in 7, so you could definitely Pendulum Summon this monster. You, you inflict battle damage doubled, so that's pretty nice. And it makes piercing really good on Odd Eyes Pendulum Dragon. So if you can make it pierce, you might be able to win the game in one hit. It says a Pendulum Scale itself of 4. So it's not a great Pendulum card, like being able to set the scale because you're limiting what you can play. But you do want to set this as a Pendulum so that you can destroy this. You tutor a monster and you put this card in your extra deck. So when it's when a pendulum monster is face up in the extra deck, you can continually bring it back instead of fetching it back from the deck or the graveyard. So that's a really nice effect of this. The pendulum effect is definitely nice. Overall, the package is pretty good. A very useful monster. Uh, synergy with odd eyes and pendulum. Um, I'm not sure if it's good for general use still. It has it should just be played with Yuya Sakaki's archetypal cards for the max synergy. Next card up is Gong Strong's card, Super Heavy Samurai, Big Benkai, Level 8, Earth Machine, 1000 Attack, 3000 Defense. When this card is normal or special summoned, you can change its battle position. Super Heavy Samurai monsters can attack and face up defense. If they do, apply their defense for a damage calculation. Now this card doesn't come as a surprise because we've been playing with Super Heavies uh, for a bit. And Super Heavy... Synchros always had the ability to attack while in defense. This card gives the other super heavy samurai monsters the ability to attack in defense. So those were never um, able to do that. The thing is, they never really had high like attack values. The big Waraji has 18. I guess that's okay. Uh, Giga Gloves, 1,000. Uh, samurai Soul Shield Wall, 1,200. The Piercer had like zero, and the Soul Horns had zero, so they're not really for attacking. Um, this card just does help itself. It's thirty five hundred, huge beat stick. Um, yeah, it, like we already have all the Synchro monsters, so they swarm pretty good. So this definitely has a spot. Like this swarm, they swarm so good, you can tribute to play this card thirty five hundred attack. Beat stick on defense, beat stick. Um, yeah, and it might allow the no, never mind. Stealth Ninja does not change. All right, this card was just mentioned Evil Hero, a dusted gold, light level four, fiend, 2100 attack, 800 defense. You can discard this card, add dark fusion, or one card that specifically lists dark fusion as text from your deck to your hand, except for a dusted gold. Uh, you can use this effect once per turn. Cannot attack until you control a fusion monster. Yeah, this card's just for tutoring. Um, 
tutor evil hero uh, cards like Dark Fusion. You could tutor the uh, field spell. Yeah, you need three of this card to play evil heroes in any meta format. So this is one of the chase cards if you want to play evil hero. Gold gadget, I'm not going to really discuss. It's a reprint card, but you can basically set up a rank 4 XCs with something in the hand. So that's really the goal of gold gadget. Next card is Blizzard. This is a um, quick play spell. Target one face-up spell your opponent controls until the end of this turn. Negate the activated effects on the field of that card and of spells of the same name. Also, if the targeted spell would be sent to your opponent's graveyard, return it to their hand instead. You can only activate one Blizzard per turn. Interesting quick play. And this is typically going to be against face-up spells. Um, You could delay a field spell like Necro Valley, sure. But... You would rather destroy the field spell than play Blizzard on a field spell, because then it's going to come back the next turn. So this is unique in that it counters, it chains against a normal speed card. So that card, let's say they play like Pot of Greed, I'm just using that as a meme. Play Pot of Greed, you chain Blizzard, that won't activate, but then it goes back to their hand, because normal speed spells go to the graveyard. So they get it back in their hand, but then it doesn't have an effect that turn. So Blizzard will delay an activation of a normal speed spell, even continuous. So continuous spells are also affected by this. You can't really um, play a quick play on a quick play, so that's not going to work. Unfortunately, quick plays are like the best um, best type of spell, so you can't really counter those like forbidden cards, for example. This is a very unique card, and I think it will see some play. Uh, quick plays are generally good enough to do that. Especially if we hit a meta, like let's say like evil heroes become top meta deck somehow. You can just have this as a tech against um, Dark Fusion or something like that. So I think this could see some play. Last, you are Sky Iris. This is a field spell. Your opponent cannot target Magician, Perform a Pal, or Odd Eyes cards in your Pendulum Zones with card effects. You can target one other face-up card you control, destroy it, if you do, add an Odd Eyes Dragon from your deck to your hand. You can use this effect once per turn. This is kind of like Yuya's field spell because it works for the Magicians, for Performer Pals, and Odd Eyes, all of his archetypes. It protects your Pendulum Zones, sure. And then you can destroy stuff. Destroy a face-up card you control. Tutor an Odd Eyes card. So you could destroy like a Pendulum that goes in the extra deck face up. Tutor an Odd Eyes card. And then you can kind of like... Um, you could kind of set up the Pendulum Scale to play your um, Odd Eyes Galaxy Dragon. P- Odd Eyes Pendulum Dragon. Ooh, I mixed up. And, um, yeah. It's a nice field spell. Move on to the SRs. This is an interesting card here. Evil Hero Dark Gaia. Level 8 Earth Fiend Fusion. Any Fiend, any Rock. Just those two. Zero attack, a question mark attack, zero defense. Must be special summoned with dark fusion, can't be special summoned other ways. The original attack of this is equal to the combined attack of the fusion material monsters used to fusion it. When this card declares an attack, you can change all defense monsters your opponent controls to face up attack. Flip effects are not activated. This is a creative deck building card. Because 
it combines fiends and rocks so they could have some synergy. Um, it kind of forces those two types together. So Dark fusion fuses from the hand or field to the graveyard. Certain like rock and fiend monsters have shown synergy for being in the graveyard. Like rock cards, like we saw with the Magnet War, the Block Dragon deck, I mean. And then, like, Fables are fiends that um, have some graveyard synergy, so that could be something. Um, this could be a huge beat stick. You can have those sacred beasts of GX that have high attack value. Magnet Warrior, like Valkyria and the Magnet Warrior, could work. Um, so you could just kind of stick those cards together and have a huge beat stick, forces a defense monster and attack. Like, hey, trunate them and then play this card. You know, it's pretty good. I think this will lead to some spicy decks. That the upside of this card is too good. You might see some weird uh, rock fiend decks. The Magnet Warrior package would be something. You'll have Gorgonic Guardian as well or something. Evil Hero Lightning Golem. Light level 6. Fiend Fusion. 2400 tech. 1500 defense. Let's see, special summon with Dark Fusion can't be special summoned in other ways. Once per turn, you can target one monster in the field, destroy it. You know, this would have been good back in the day, but now it's not good. It's similar to the uh, Sniper, in that you have to run Sparkman and Clayman in the deck, and that weakens your deck. This ability is kind of slow nowadays. Like, um, Chaos Dragon Levineer can pop, like, two cards. This only does one at a time. So, uh, too little, too late. Um, not a great card. I'd rather play the Dark Gaia. You could run any, like, Darks and Fiends instead of Sparkman and Claimant. Alright, here's a retrained uh, Blackwing. Black Feather, Dark Rage Dragon. Dark level 8. Dragon Synchro, not Winged Beast. 2800 attack, 1600 defense. Generic requirements. Once per turn, when you take damage, you can send up to 5 cards from the top of your deck to the graveyard. Then if any monsters are sent to the graveyard by this effect, this card gains 400 attack. Zaro Blackwing, generic level 8. You can mill 5 cards when you take damage, that's nice. So taking damage is situational, it's not the same as playing, um, paying for damage. You can't pay your way into milling 5 cards. This gains attack, but the whole goal of this card is to mill your deck quick. This could be sneaky for Chaos decks. Like Witchcrafters could use this card, I think, maybe. Not really sure. Really tricky for witchcrafters with the. Do they even have tuners in witchcrafters? Shoot, I may have mixed it up. They have XCs. Never mind. All right, Ebon Illusion Magician. This is a dark magician, dark rank seven spellcaster, two level seven monsters, twenty five hundred, twenty one hundred, same stats. You can XC summon this card with a rank six spellcaster XC's monster you control as XC's material. Once per turn, you can detach an XC's material special summon a spellcaster normal monster from your hand or deck. When a spellcaster normal monster declares an attack, you can target one card your opponent controls, banish it. Pretty good with Dark Magicians. It works with rank 6 XC's spellcasters, but we don't have any, so uh, forget about that for now. Uh, it's kind of like a digital bug effect. This is great with Dark Magicians. Like Dark Magic Circle, you can pump one out from the um, hand or deck, so it's pretty much like Magician Navigation. Banish stuff with the Dark Magic Circle. When the Dark Magician attacks, you can banish something else. Really good. 
Can Dark Magicians make the meta again? I hope not, but this is a really good card. Right? Evil Swarm Ouroboros. This is a reprint card. We did see this, though. Like You do see it in the meta when someone has it, so it's no longer a selection box card. Pretty good. It's, it requires you know three overlays, level four, but it's pretty good. It's got like three removal effects. Pretty, it's a little RNG, but you know, pretty good card. All right, Mayo Senju Dieback, level ten Wind Beast ranks. Oh shoot, Pendulum Scale seven Beast Pendulum, three thousand attack. 300 defense pendulum effect when a yosenju monster you control declares an attack you can have that attacking monster gain 300 until the end of the battle phase monster effect cannot be special summon except for by pendulums this card's pendulum summon cannot be negated if this is a normal special summon you can target up to two cards on the field return them to the hand once returned during the end phase if this is a special summon this turn return to the hand yosenju of new life thanks to arc v pendulum effect gives yosenju's 300 attack. And that's great because they're like an aggro deck. So this is extra attack for it. And then the monster effects like Yosenju Sword Sting. You get to bounce two cards. That's pretty nice. Bounce back row or enemy monsters so that the aggressive monsters can attack. Pendulum Scale 7. So that lets you like, you get special summon the Yosenjus from the hand. So overall this is a court card for the deck. In making a competitive Yosenju deck again. Alright. Next card's called Full Cult's Cannon. Uh, dark. Level 5. Pendulum Scale 2. Spellcaster Pendulum. Normal. 2200 attack. 1200 defense. Pendulum effect during the end phase. If this card was activated this turn. You can target one phase of Spar Trap on the field. Destroy it. This is just a normal monster. A normal pendulum. Not that sexy but. You, you could destroy a face-up spell or trap each turn. And that's a, that's a solid meta against a field spell meta. Or even some Phoenix Chains. So this card has a lower pendulum scale at 2. So like the low and the higher are nice. So you could get stuff in between. So it doesn't matter that it's, a one, it's not a 1. It's a 2. So you know this is not a sexy card. But you can really counter some field spell metas with this card. And then you could just like pendulum summon this card. Uh, level 5, which works out pretty well. Um, I mean, you don't really want a Pendulum Summon this card. You want to have this as a scale. Yeah, this is a perfect Pendulum Scale card. Performa Pal Turn Toad, level 2, Pendulum Scale 3, Aqua P Pendulum, 0 attack, 800 defense. Like, like any of these like, frogs or aqua level 2s. Once per turn, you can target one face of monster on the field. Switch its current attack and defense until the end of the turn. Monster effect. Uh, once per turn during your battle phase, target one monster you control. Change its battle position. If you do, switch its attack and defense. It's like frogs have this thing where they're flipping and flopping. Um, pendulum effect. Change the attack and defense of a monster. Yours is changing flip effects. So it's like... Perfect for flip decks, sub-terrors, gearjas, worms, anything like that has a fit. Silver Gadget, it's like the same as um, Gold Gadget. Another uh, selection box card that's been reprinted. It's got lower stats than the Gold Gadget, but same deal of special summoning a level 4 monster for an Xyz play. 
I would collect these gadget cards. They're nice to have to build fun decks. Alright, free range monsters. This is a normal trap during the main phase. Immediately after this effect resolves, normal summoner set one monster. What's the point of this card? So it's basically like a trap form of double summon. Fairly versatile. You can use it for tribute summon decks, monarchs, vampires. Play multiple monsters a turn for synchro or XZs. I think it's a decent card. Some clever deck building can let you play some monsters you normally won't play. But it's a trap, so it makes it a little slower, unfortunately. And maybe a chase card. Oasis of Dragon Souls. Continuous Trap. Activates by targeting one monster in your graveyard. Special summon in defense. It becomes a worm type. When this card leaves the field, destroy that monster. When that monster leaves the field, destroy this card. Generic Continuous Resurrection. This doesn't change levels. Power Rebirth can get a little clunky, so you could change the levels sometimes. Now you can use that to your advantage, but this does not do that. This does make them Worms, which is like the least compatible type, besides Metaphys. But there's some value to this, like continuously special summoning monsters. It has some stall potential. You could stall like a um, Winged Kariba. That sounds like a nightmare. Um, you have some worm type winged creebos. Um Yeah. Could be a meta card, but that monster's life is tied to this card, so that if that monster leaves the field, you destroy that monster. So consider that it's not completely continuous as long as those monsters stay alive. Um you keep this card on the board. So yeah. This this box does have some interesting cards. A lot of complementary cards. Um, a Dusted Gold's probably a winner. Uh, Bloom Diva, Gold Gadgets, Blizzard, Evil Swarm Ouroboros, Evil Hero Dark Gaia. This is not a bad box, I think. Um, I read Oasis of, Dra- Oasis of Dragon Souls. It's probably not a chase card in this box, but I I didn't buy enough of this box, but I might buy some more now that Going through the cards, I like it a little more than I did yesterday. Alright, so next we're going to talk about one single card that was released as part of the Card Flipper campaign. New card, Breaker the Dark Magical Warrior. Kind of uh, following the theme of the box of having these alternate versions, cards of cards. And we have Breaker the Magical Warrior, but in dark form. Level 6 Dark Spellcaster, 1600 attack, 1000 defense. It's got the same stats as Breaker, except um, you've got uh, one tribute thing going on here. If this is Normal Summon, place two spell counters on it. If this is Pendulum Summon, place three spell counters on it. Gains 400 attack for each spell counter on it. You can remove one spell counter from this card, then target one spell or trap on the field, destroy it. You can use this effect once per turn. Actually, I don't think this card's that bad. You never really want a tribute summon for this card because it's um, you know got bad stats, obviously. But then you don't uh, miss out. You miss out on the extra spell counter. You're gonna get attack based off the counter. So 400 attack for each spell counter. You do the pendulum summon. You get 2800, which is pretty good. You do the tribute summon. You get 2400, and the extra spell counter, obviously, you wanted to use to control back row. So, Breaker can destroy a spell or trap every turn with one of those counters. And this is pretty good against the 
you know, possible field meta. Against back row, it's just very good. So even if you force a, a back row activation, this card did its job. Um, so it's slow control on back row, which is nice. It's a free spe- a Pendulum Summon. Like, Pendulum Summons are, are free, and it's a level 6. So um, you can get that set up pretty easily. And um, it's decent. It saves deck space. Like, cards like this saves deck space, and that has some value. We are just getting one copy of this card. Um, I'm not saying it's OP, but um, one copy so far, so it's kind of kept in check. And, yeah, Breaker of the Dark Magical Warrior. You might see it as a one-of and some kind of chaos thing going on. Not really sure. So, the last thing I will discuss is Yuya Sakaki. And, um, just talking about his uh, level-up cards and dual skills. He is a dual tainer, which is kind of the theme of... Arc V, I didn't I never watched Arc V, so I don't really know much about it. But I guess it's like a circus thing, but you show dual school. Uh it's made fun of, I guess. Alright. Yeah, Adai's Pendulum Dragon. I feel there's something there's something very likable about this character. I'm not sure how serious the show gets, but um He's probably not as flippant as Jaden is. But it probably doesn't get as dark either. So there's four um, level up cards. The first one is the Performa Pal Hip Hippo. Who appears to be an icon in some way. Because he appears in the dual world. Level 3 Earth Beast 800 attack and defense. After you normal summon this card. You can tribute summon one level 7 or higher monster in face up attack. During your main phase. This turn, in addition to your normal summoner set. So this is a Performa Pal, sure, but this is just like a general use card. You don't have to run this card in Performa Pals. It comes in with an extra summon ability, and then you need to tribute summon for a level 7 or higher. So this um, Hippo, obviously, is just one tribute, so you're going to need to special summon with it to get into level 7. Now, you could just use one, though. Grand Marg the Mega Monarch, Evil Hero Malicious Edge, Behemoth, King of All Animals. They all just require one tribute. So basically the Hip Hippo can ramp up any of those cards. Um, and I'm not sure how much synergy there is with the Hippo or Performa Palace, but they um, this card can do it. Now this is more thematic with Yuya Sasaki's archetype, Performa Pal, Odd Eyes, uh, whatever. So that might be more what this card is suitable for. Next card is Performa Pal Silverclaw. It's a Dark Beast Pendulum. Uh, scale of 5, 1800 attack, 700 defense. The Pendulum effect, all Performa Pal monsters you control gain 300 attack. And then the Monster effect, when this card declares an attack, all Performa Pals you control gain 300 attack until the end of the battle phase. This is a decent monster. Aggro card. Um, it's going to be 2100 when attacking. 4 stars. And then they all get like a buff of 300. The Pendulum Scale 5 isn't very useful as being like a setup card for Pendulum. So this isn't really like a preferable card to use in the um, Pendulum Zone. Um, I'm not sure if this card really has a place in it. Like just having this type of you know 4-star beater. Uh, I don't know how valuable that is in any 
thing anymore. That used to be a, that used to be the meta in Duel Links, just to get by. But um, we're we should be beyond that by now. Like I don't know how good performer pals are. Um, it's a good card, but it's not like it's not going to make the meta. I guess. Odd Eyes Advanced Dragon Level Eight Dark Dragon Three Thousand Attack Twenty Five Hundred Defense. Contribute summon this card by tributing one level five or higher monster. If this card is tribute summoned, you can destroy one monster your opponent controls. If you do, inflict damage to your opponent equal to half of that monster's original attack. When this card destroys a monster by battle, you can special summon one level five or higher monster from your hand or graveyard in defense. Except for Oddeye's Advanced Dragon, you can use this effect once per turn. This is a pretty strong card, but you acquire tribute summoning, which is a bit of a limitation. Um, there are a lot of level 5s and 6s that you can just ramp. Cyber Dragon being one, but we got a lot of them. I can't really name them. Uh, we got one from, um, from that guy, the uh, Rex Goodwin. Um, Oracle of the Sun. And then there's some like level 6 ones too. I forget what it is. But we have enough of them in Duel Links, so... I don't know. Um, this is a pretty good card, though. Like, just getting that Tribute Summon off, and then you destroy a big monster, inflict damage equal to half. It's a pretty good card. Finally, Performa Palgangado. It's a Earth Beast level 1 Pendulum. 100 attack and defense. Pendulum scale of 2. Pendulum effect once per turn when your opponent declares a direct attack. You can activate this effect. You take no battle damage from that battle, even if this card leaves the field. And then the monster effect once per turn when an attack is declared involving a monster you control and an opponent's monster, you can activate the effect. You take no ba- damage battle from this battle. This is a, a stall card. Um, saves you battle damage from one attack per turn or on a monster. So personally, I think the um, saving you from a direct attack uh, is pretty nice over the monster. And then like... It's a good card to put in the Pendulum Zone. Pendulum Scale is just 2, so you could just... Um, that prevents you from uh, Pendulum Summoning 3 or 4 level monsters. Alright. Take a quick look at Yuyas Sakaki's dual skills. He has 10 unique dual skills. Let's see if I can get through them. Dual Taining... These are in alphabetical order. Dual Taining Recast... Can be used if you control three pendulum monsters with different levels. Add all monsters in your pe- monster zone to your extra deck. Then play performer pal pendulum monsters, magician pendulum monsters, and odd eye pendulum monsters that can be normal summoned from your hand with a combined level equal to the sum of the original levels of the monsters you added to your extra deck. This can be used once per turn. So this um, takes you back to math class. And this takes a lot of math to calculate. You need three different pendulums le- pendulums with different levels on the board. Put them in the extra deck. And then you special summon these monsters from the hand. That's the same level. That seems super conditional. Like, what are the chances? Unless, like, every monster you have, like, fits. Like, a three, four, and a five, and all your guys are fours. It's very situational. And then you can't, like... Have like only like spells or traps in your hand. It's um, it's too situational to be good. <laughs> I'd be surprised to see this in any way played. Dual taining stage change. 
can be used if you have 2,000 or less life points and have, if you have two cards in your pendulum zones that are either Perform Appell, Magician, or Odd Eyes Pendulum Monsters. Select one card in your pendulum zone, place it face up on the extra deck. Then you can place one pendulum monster in your monster zone whose original name is Perform Appell, Magician, or Odd Eyes to your pendulum zone. You can use this effect once per turn. It's a little better than the last skill, but you acquire a little bit of life point loss. You put one card in your zone to the extra deck, and then you put the other one in the monster zone. Hard to see if this will see any play, but this is a little bit better than the last skill. Um, you do get a free um, a summon on a pendulum monster that comes from the zone, and one goes back to the extra deck, which is a nice ability. Extra balloons can be used once per turn. Select one wonder balloons on your field, place one balloon counter. Wonder Balloons early, early, early back in Duel Links was meta. The meta thing was just to reduce your opponent down to a War of Attrition. Usually you would throw away a card that benefited from getting tossed, and you would just beat your opponent down that way. This is adding on to Wonder Balloons, so you make them lose another 300. Uh, the problem is MST is everywhere. Um, you know, Most meta decks do run a lot of MST. Many ways to destroy spells and traps, so this skill pretty much becomes useless um, once they get their hands on back row. Not even MST, even other cards that can just pop back row. We're, we just saw so many of them uh, released in this box, so uh, not a great skill. Fusion or Advent can be used by returning one Oddized Pendulum Dragon in your monster zone and a Polymerization or Ritual spell card in your hand to your deck. Depending on the card you returned, you can add one of the following cards from outside your deck to your hand. Um, so if you return a, odd, a fusion card, a polymerization, I mean, you get a card called Odd Eyes Fusion. And you return the ritual card, you get a card called Odd Eyes Advent. And be used once per turn if you begin a duel with a deck that contains 9 or more Performapal, Magician, or Odd Eyes Monsters. So this is interesting because you get to play these cards that are outside non-obtainable, and um, Odd Eyes Fusion, this this could mean we get cards like Odd Eyes Vortex Dragon, and Odd Eyes Advent could mean we get Odd Eyes Gravity Dragon, so the Odd Eyes card and archetype seems pretty versatile, being able to morph through these different monster type summonings. The skill doesn't seem meta at the moment because we don't have those cards, so even having Odd Eyes Fusion or Odd Eyes Advent isn't very impactful at this point until we get like a new box that gives us those um, new cards. So right now just think about this skill. But don't. It's not going to do anything meta at the moment. Odd Eyes Evolution. Can be used once per turn. By revealing a pendulum monster. In your hand. When you have no cards in your pendulum zones. Change one monster. Whose original name is Odd Eyes Dragon. To Odd Eyes Pendulum Dragon. In addition add a pendulum zone to your field. So This is a decent skill. You can promote. An odd eyes dragon to pendulum dragon, and then you get mox uh, pendulum zones. The problem is you have to run odd eyes dragon on its own. So this card's like a level seven with a not great effect. So it's just like a level seven twenty five hundred. Um, basically red eyes black dragon. Um, so yeah, that's the problem here. Um, there are better ways of getting the pendulum zone. Pendulum gazers. At the beginning of the duel, add a pendulum zone to your field. In addition, the following effect can be used once per turn. On turn 3 onward, if you have Stargazer and Timegazer Magician in your Pendulum Zones, 
Add one face-up pendulum monster from your extra deck to your hand. Until the end of the turn, you cannot special summon the card you added to your hand by skill or card with the same name except for pendulum summoning. This can only be used if you begin a duel of nine uh, pendulum, magician, or odd-eyes monsters in your deck. So, this one, you get a pendulum zone, you have to play Stargazer and Time Gazer, and then you get to add extra deck pendulums to your hand. It's a lot of setup for a mediocre effect, because I think you want the cards to be in your pendulum zone face-up, instead of just being in your hand. Pendulum Shuffle can be used if you have two cards in your pendulum zones, and two or more face-up pendulum monsters in your extra deck. Place all cards in your pendulum zones face down in your extra deck. Then place in your pendulum zones two random face-up pendulum monsters from your extra deck. This skill can be used once per duel. Way too situational. Um, it's late game. You're going to need monsters in both pendulum zones and two face-up in the extra deck. So you just shuffle them back. It's a little random. Not that useful. Not great. Performa Pal Carnival. The attack of all pendulum monsters on your field is increased by 100 for each Performa Pal monster on their field. This is kind of like tie that binds, passive tie that binds for Performa Pals only. Not that great. Um, doesn't even include the Odd Eyes or Magicians like a lot of those skills do, so not a great card. Skill, I mean. Smile World. Add one Smile World from to your hand from outside your deck. If you activate this skill, you can only activate effect of smile spells or traps until the end of your opponent's next turn the skill can be used once per duel so smile world um it's a card you you can get all face-up monsters currently on the field gain 100 attack for each monster currently on the field until the end of this turn so this doesn't do much because your opponent's monsters get the bonus too um it's like tie that buttons that includes all the monsters so it's very um very inclusive and doesn't really give you an advantage Swing into action. Oh, whoops, that's not exclusive. And turning up the heat. This is probably his um, best skill. At the beginning of the duel, add a Time Gazer and Stargazer Magician to your deck. Then you have two. If you have two or less Odd-Eyes Pendulum in your deck, add a Odd-Eyes Pendulum to your deck. You get three, I guess, or or one or two. If you have zero, you get one. In addition, if you begin the duel with a deck that contains no monsters other than Perform Pals, Magician. Or odd eyes monsters add a pendulum zone to your field. So this is the best way to get a pendulum zone with a skill, um, and you just get two more cards. So um, you build a twenty card deck and you get twenty three. That's not that's not like a huge deal. Um, best skill you have free stargazer, time gazer, odd eyes pendulum dragon. Build the deck the right way. You get a pendulum zone. I think this is his best skill. Overall, Yuya Sakaki's skills aren't that good. Um, a lot of them just do random things. Uh, a lot of setup with the Pendulum Zones. I haven't looked at what the other characters do, but his aren't great at all. Getting the Zones is nice, I guess. Alright, so that's it for this episode. I'm going to take a look at some of the other characters, trying to fit those in. And also eventually the farming cards, too. Upcoming news, tour guide bingo new SR Fairy King Albdervich. Mid-October Turbo Duel Grand Prix. Mid-October Duke Devlin is gone to the gate. Late October obtain a new character. I have no idea what it is. Late October second copy or whatever copy of Big Tusk Mammoth. Late October Tag Duel Tournament. 
and late October Dual Quest, another copy of Equip Shot. So that's it for the podcast. Thanks for listening. You can search this podcast anywhere you get your podcast, and even on Roku. Check out the podcast and more at the website, thedualassessment.wordpress.com. All of the back episodes are there. Email me with anything at thedualassessment at gmail.com or follow me on Twitter at dual underscore assessment or my own account at Green Ranger CCG. All right, thanks for listening. Keep enjoying Arc V World, and I'll see you next time.